Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Pastors of Pain. Great to be with you. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, the pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church here in beautiful Stillwater, Oklahoma, Payne County. Um, it's an awesome time of year, October, fall. We had a little rain this week. Uh, it's just it's just good. We're in the middle as a parish. We're in the middle of our, our annual stewardship renewal. That's hip and happening. Um, also hip and happening is that Father Kerry's not here. Um so you know, which is kind of a, it's kind of a bummer, but you know, this it's the way it goes. So sometimes our uh, the schedules don't quite align. But Father Kerry's actually in Denver uh, for a little like a little two day retreat with some other pastors, uh, and then he went to seminary in Denver, and so has a lot of friends there, and so just a good chance for him to kind of midterm recharge the batteries. So when one of us is gone, we bring in special guests, and I am thrilled to have with us today, parishioner Zach Esposito. There you go. Yes. We should have played a game of uh, identify uh, the voice. Yes. Oh, that would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been fun. You know, I've listened to uh, that intro song so much on my podcast or on my uh, phone that now uh, I feel like long-time listener, first-time caller. There he is. <laughs> yes. So Zach, now Zach, we were talking before we went uh, on the air, like Zach, uh, Zach has been on podcasts before, mm-hmm. all related to wrestling. That's right. Is that right? What That's are some right. of those? I, I, I know I've, I've listened to a couple. Oh, a lot of them are about just your wrestling career. Um, a lot of them are spoken about just your, your teams at OSU, um, your, your coaching at OSU. Um, sometimes you get a... You're, you're you're fortunate enough to have a wrestler on the world or Olympic team, and people want to you know ask about how the training's going. Um, but a lot of it is j- just um, one in particular was like a wrestling changed my life. Oh, uh, that's podcast. the one I listened to. Yeah, yeah. And that's a really good one. They have a really good one on Coach Smith and and um, the Smith family, um, and a lot of great wrestlers are great stories of people of the backgrounds that they come from. They've overcome a lot. Yeah, and overcome a lot because of the sport of wrestling, and. Um, you know, and wrestling's been, you know, you get into it and, and speaking about it, just have how much of an impact it really has played in your life. Um, and I think for me, since we might as well get right into let's it. Let's jump. Of, let's go, of, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. my story, you know, I'm originally from New Jersey. I don't know if you could tell from the accent in my voice. Got um, a little bit. I've turned. I've, I've He's lived the in most Oklahoma. New Jersey guest we've ever had. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I lived in Oklahoma you know, about halfway in my life, you know. Um, yeah, m- m- most, 20, almost 20, most of your actually, life at this more, point. More of my life now, and definitely more of my life that I remember. Um, so I've been in Oklahoma since 2002. I came out here um, from New Jersey um, on, uh, to wrestle and go to school. I should have said and go to school and yeah. to wrestle. To go to church. To go to church. And then to, re- and then to go to school and then to wrestle. You know, but, you know, f- fortunate for me, um, Stillwater's been a, it's been an enormous um, influence on my life of the growth of my faith and the people that I was very fortunate to be around. I grew up Catholic. I went to Catholic school um, up until maybe about the second grade before my parents got divorced. Um, and, and we would go regular. Uh, my dad was a, was, 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 is, is still really involved in it. But, um, you know, you tend to kind of, you know, get away from your faith life a little bit. Um, you know, weekends aren't really the same. Um, as your parents, you know, are, are split up. 
Um, yeah, trying to balance that. Down, back, trying back to balance that a little and, bit, yeah. and a little bit. And um, when I went to high school, I actually went to a boarding school. So at, at about 15 years old, you know, 14 turning 15, I, I went away and lived away from home in a boarding school, um, in a school called Blair Academy in New Jersey. Um, it was very prestigious in its wrestling, and uh, I was slapped right across the face with the reality of uh, you're not as good as a wrestler as you think uh, type of deal where I was a freshman walking in and just getting pummeled by guys. <laughs> um, I suppose that's how you become a better wrestler, right? Yeah, that's definitely how you become a better wrestler. And, it's like um, your faith. You know, a little, su- little suffering can I think I think you grow. Uh, I think suffering is the only way to your faith. Yeah. I mean, oh man! Hold that sense, thought. That, we'll come back that, to yeah, that. We'll come back to that. That's one. deep, man. That's, that's a deep. We're moment. not allowed to get deep in the first five <laughs> minutes of the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I got the. I have the. I have the timeline of how the show it. goes. It's, it's kind of a it. chit chat in the beginning, um, but um, you know, uh, luckily, you know, honestly, my freshman year, I went through so many challenges that I, I was almost ready to quit wrestling. I just really just wow. You know, I just your life would be very different. Be extremely different. very different. Yeah, <laughs> be extremely different, and. Um, you know, luckily I had I had some good coaches that wouldn't let me give up on myself um, and really kind of knew how to manage me in a sense that if they would have jumped right over top of me and basically just, you know, called me names and, or made me feel guilty about it, I probably would have been done. But they luckily had the patience to, to be with me or, or, or just to let me kind of go through what I was going through um, of just this transition of a, of, of a young kid living away from home and just not having – you know, the ideal situations, um, you know, luckily they went through it. And, and, and um, I had a couple good roommates, a couple good teammates, and, and all it did was just kind of take a little bit of uh, empathy, uh, you know, in my wrestling. Yeah. And, and I just kind of got hot and just really started loving it. And it really, in a sense, saved me in a, in a way of just it, – it really did become my identity. Um, and later on in my career, um, you kind of realize that um, putting your whole identity just into your sport is not the healthiest thing to do. We had this conversation a couple, you know, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago or months ago, maybe a month ago or so. You were giving mm-hmm. a talk at the Fellowship of Christian yeah. Athletes on campus, and we were kind of working through, yeah, yeah. topics. And, <laughs> and I just I thought that was fascinating because, I mean, you're, you are, uh, you, you know, you're – in, in your prime, you were like a world-class wrestler. You know, mm-hmm. you were NCAA champion. Mm-hmm. You were on national championship teams. Yeah. You're now, you know, the uh, the associate head coach, assistant coach yeah. at, like, one of the premier wrestling programs. In the, you know, so it's yeah. like people, when they when people know you, they associate you with wrestling. It's a, it's a giant identity. And, and that's it, cool. I mean, yeah. to, you know, to, like, be, you know, you got to, you know, the top of your of your sport that most, most people – you know, dream about yeah. about getting there. But then, what you're saying, I think, is that there's there's a dark side. Oh, there's a to yeah. that that a lot of people don't see. There's a there's a giant dark side to it. And and um, you know, yeah, it's great to be um, recognized. It's it, it makes you feel kind of good about yourself. Uh, makes you kind of feel validated to yourself. Um, yeah, when and, you show up at a wrestling mm-hmm. event, you know, hey, there's Zach. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's like there's Zach. Get rid of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or um, yeah. I mean, it's it it comes with the good, it comes with the bad. Um, you know, it's all it's all definitely. Um, so, I mean, the good side, you you know, obviously, it's your livelihood. Yeah, you got a job, you met your wife, mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, those are, whew, yeah, man, I, that's I met that's my wife, awesome. Brandy, on my recruiting trip out to Oklahoma State. Um, and um, sometimes there's a good gut feeling you have. Yeah. And you, you know, and I, and I so no wrestling, no, no mm-hmm. wife, no wrestling, no, you know, you know, I'm sure you could, yeah, you, I mean, you'd have whole, some other job. My whole career would have been kind of just different. I would have been in Jersey, definitely in Jersey, either working with my family or who knows where I would be, um, you know, because during that time of 18 to 20 something years old of, of where you're going through college and, and really your post-college, um, you know, there's a lot of influences that can, that can play a factor in your life. And a lot of it is, is always geared towards making yourself feel better, you know, kind of, kind of, um, um, you know, make it, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, validating yourself and just, you know, giving into your flesh needs rather than your spiritual needs. Sure. Sure. Um, and I just feel, you know, I was very lucky when I came to LSU. I was on such a great team of great teammates, and people would ask me, you know, what was the difference of the four national championship teams you were on and the team that you have today? You were on four national championship mm-hmm. teams in four years. Yeah, I was very lucky. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Me and another wrestler named that. Jake Rochelle were um, only 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 guys on that that four years. You were there start to it. finish. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those were really fun times. Dang. Yeah. That's wild. You know, and it what's crazy is that when you're going through the time, you know, my freshman year, I actually went into the NCAA tournament seated second. Um, and and I was I was ranked one and two throughout the whole year and I end up losing. I actually lost in the round of being all American to the guy I eventually beat in the NCAA finals. You know, and it, but the team won a team that uh, team title. Yeah. And I could care less. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, oh, that's good. I actually, to tell you the truth, when we got our NCAA championship rings, I thought I lost it. I thought I threw it away. And then when we were changing locker rooms, I was going through it and I. And and John was always saying to me, he's like, don't don't get rid of that. Don't get rid. One day you're gonna want that. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't want any memory of that year. Yeah. You know, and um, and uh, you know, we were cleaning out my lockers and I found it. I was like, oh my gosh, I was so happy that yeah. I found it. Yeah, yeah. And that ring is more important to me than any other ring. So wow. So, but it's a that's ring wild. and they just sit up there and collect dust. There you go. So, so as a uh, as a wrestling coach, like, what do you do all day? What do I do all day? Like, I know it, you just, have it just depends. You got practice. Yeah, you know? I mean, it just depends on the day. Um, you know, like this week, for example, we have uh, we started official practice, so we had a lift on Monday morning. Generally, we'll have a lift at 7 a.m. Um, then we'll have practice at 3 p.m. Um, during that day in between, we have a coaches clinic going on this upcoming weekend, so we're preparing for that, of the schedule for, for that. Um, you're always recruiting. And you're always on call with your athletes. How far out? Uh, how far out are you recruiting? Um, like with the NCAA rules, we're able to start recruiting um, in the summertime, going into their junior year. So it's actually a little bit early, um, especially you know you hear other sports of kids that are freshmen or eighth graders committing. But in wrestling, we deal with weight classes, so trying to be this judge or this. Know, yeah, a kid in eighth grade go. isn't going to weigh the same <laughs> no. as he does in and the kid that's grade. and the kid that's going into his junior year, you know, may not weigh what you think he's going to weigh later on. Okay. So you're constantly always trying to be this judge and 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 maintain it. But you know, we have recruiting trips, we have um, that, and we have 40 athletes, student athletes on our team, and we have four coaches. Um, so managing 40 athletes is is a, is a challenge. Um, you know, with their academics and with their person, you know, personal growth and 
with really their, you know, with their wrestling also, you know. Yeah, and trying to be good mentors. I know that's a role you take seriously, helping them become good young men and try to you try to do your best in in all of it. And and I think my faith life, uh, which really grown, and I kind of got away from my story. But in, in college, I started to get back into my faith life. Um, so high school, you were kind of out high of school. It. I was out of it. Wrestling was your religion. Wrestling was my religion. It was yeah. it was everything. It was my identity. It's what I woke up in the morning to. It's what I went to bed to, and and it was it and and I I, I didn't have that balance. Um, so when I got into college, I started to get back around it. Um, you know, a lot of good coaches on my on my staff were were, were strong in their faith. Um, Pat Smith was was one of the mentors that I had um, in college, and started going back to church, joining Bible studies, doing those kind of things, and. Um, you know, I think that's the thing about a faith life is that even today, I mean, really today, it's growing more. And I feel like every day it's a it's a thing on my mind rather than just on a Sunday. Um, yeah. And that's what I mean, that's what we're going for, that it's not you don't sort of just punch your ticket on mm-hmm. on Sunday and then forget about it till next week. You would always hear, you know, prayer changes things and and um, to learn how to pray and pray every day. And I never understood that. Um, but just kind of having that dialogue um, with, with the Lord is, is to me, it's been, you know, pretty fulfilling. It's got me through some tough times and it helps me get through, you know, appreciate good times. Yeah. Did you have like a, like a sort of a one kind of a wake up call moment or was it like a gradual thing? I think it was a gradual thing, but it's like I said, it's like through suffering, you find the, you find the yeah. the Lord. Um, um you know, I've, I, I, my career was cut a little bit short due to some injuries, and, and I felt like, you know, what am I going to do? You know, I wasn't really ready to start coaching. Um, you know, I had this I had this idea of what my career was going to be, and, um, you know, I've heard Lou Holtz say, uh, if you want to make God laugh, tell him what your plans are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, th- that was a lot. I, I, I unfortunately – Maybe could have came back into wrestling, but really just started coaching at our club level um, and had some guys have successful, um, you know, career along with the help of other coaches. And and I thought maybe, you know what, I think I could give this coaching deal a try. Um, but but you think uh, your wrestling career was hard and then you get into coaching and you find out how how hard um, coaching really is. And, and yeah, less on the physical Side, more on the mental side. More on the mental, yeah. Way more on the mental side. Um, you're you're not dealing with your own emotions, you know, as you were as an uh, an athlete. You're dealing with your own emotions, and then you're dealing with the emotions of, you know, your student athletes, yeah, their parents, and 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 some other things. So to be able to manage and and kind of filter through that and still uh, work towards a you know work towards progress, um, can be challenging to do and. And I think I always now, as I'm getting older, you kind of search for a deeper purpose and a deeper meaning um, in what you do. Um, you know, I won a national title, and I thought it was supposed to be this completely fulfilling thing. Like, okay, my life's work's done. I did it. I'm good. You know, let's move on. And it, it in some way, was was kind of depressing. And that's what I mean of of a dangerous side of, you know, having your identity as your sport. Um, or it's anything, a, yeah. I mean, any it's any it's career or any yeah, career, yeah. Because yeah. because it takes one extreme success or it takes one extreme failure, and it could come kind of crashing down on you. Um, 
doesn't mean that wrestling is not important or your sport's not important, your job's not important. Those things aren't important. I think the important thing is why you do it and and what's the motive to do it. If you're doing it to fulfill an identity for yourself or it's what makes you feel important about yourself, I think it's a dangerous route. It still doesn't mean it can't be successful. It still doesn't mean that you can hold records in the record book, but when you lay your head on your pillow at night or when you wake up in the morning, you know, it's it's there's a there's a difference. You know, and I feel like in coaching now compared to an athlete, um, your fulfillment or my fulfillment is not in um, the team success in the sense of, you know, how well they do should make me feel how well I am doing. Um, I, you know, my ideas and, and my philosophy and my coaching is, is to, you know, help them reach their goals and reach their dreams if they do that, the team's going to be successful. And if I'm providing or help provide the proper environment and the proper resources and the proper support um, and the proper discipline, um, you know, those are kind of like the laws of, yeah. of, of yeah. coming from the Bible. You yeah. know? So if I, could, if I could do that, then regardless of, of win or lose, we could live with ourselves. Yeah. So that effort and, and that and um, – I mean, so many things. I mean, you know, 30-minute podcast, you could go. <laughs> no, a lot <laughs> you know, of ways to go. A lot of ways to go. What's your sense of, like, I've heard, uh, like, Coach Smith and other, you see kind of Coach. So so you work with Coach John Smith, who's a parishioner mm-hmm. here and mm-hmm. another successful wrestler. Um, he talks a lot about kind of generational differences. Oh, yeah. Between, like, when, I mean, he's older than you, and you're, yeah. so you're younger. But now these guys are, you <laughs> yeah. know. Are, I never thought I'd I'd, I'd say that you know, of, of generation difference. And, and, and I'm like, I don't understand these kids music. (laughs) Yes. I'm saying that now. But even like, so I mean, certainly music and, you know, they've kind of grown up in a much more digital age than than we did. But even like, I mean, I've just sort of heard like, like, you know, sort of work ethic wise. Yeah. You know, certainly spiritually there's a, there's a, we're, you know, we're not in kind of this, as some people say, kind of an age of Chrysostom anymore. Like it's not, uh, you know, the faith is not, you know, sort of just part of the cultural life that they grew yeah. up with. I feel that maybe it's just the community that we're in. Um, I think that there is is more of a hunger for your faith now um, because there is so much things out there. Like, you could find the answer of anything um, with the push of a button, and you could actually find an explanation of something that may not even be true. You know, and you got Twitter and you have um, all these different things. <laughs> I remember growing up, and I wanted to watch a wrestling match. I had, like steal the video from my coach that was fortunate enough to get it from someone. Now I could watch a tournament going on live in Russia. Yeah. You know, it just like, uh, so the, the generation of, of athletes, I think are, are better tech, like better skilled, better athletes. They have more time into it, but there's a difference in the generation of the older of, um, you know, I think John's generation were, were tougher people. Maybe I think our generation I was in, they were tough, but also they had a, a different sense of purpose of, of what they wrestled for. Um, and in this younger generation of how much outside influences kind of motivate them. And I think that that can be kind of dangerous of what outside, you know, um, you know, influences or helping them. Um, so, you know, and that's why I think where my faith comes in to help me in my coaching of, of just keeping a better way of grounding our students yeah keeping a good perspective keeping a good perspective and keeping them grounded and um 
you know, and having those conversations with them. You know, I think I think these generation, this, this generation of of student athletes, is you you got to spend a lot more time with them than our coaches had to spend with with us. Sure, definitely different than John's generation. Definitely. Wow. What do you do to uh, keep your faith going? I mean, I know you and I yeah. always are always kind of talking about uh, the Halo app. Ju- yeah, just yeah. different. Uh, well, that's the 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 catch. You know, the flip side to um, technology is that. You could use it for good and evil, kind of. Yep. You know, and um, uh, what you put in front of your face, I kind of think of it like your phone is almost like a friend, or it's kind of like your environment of what you surround yourself with. Yeah, is it the friend that like takes you out uh-huh. and gets you and gets you drunk? <laughs> yeah. Or the friend that, friend that yeah, tells takes you, you to hey, dummy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> friend that t- yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, really, I mean, you know. Who you are is who you hang out, hang around with. You know, those are like some tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. Yeah, I've heard. Know, yeah, there was a lot. Of, I mean, I grew up in an Italian family, kind of back east, and and yeah, there was always that. You want to grow up on the streets? You want to be, you know, those yeah. type of things. Yeah. You know, you want to be a bum? You hang around with bums. You know, um, but yeah. Uh, so so what you put in front of your face is gonna definitely gonna have play an influence on who you are and how you think. Um, so. Um, with your phone, I kind of treat it that way also, that if I'm, you know, creating a a daily habit of what I'm looking at, of what I'm doing, then it's, it's going to play that influence. So, you know, for me, um, honestly, technology has played a lot in the role of my faith. You love, yeah. I, I mean, love cause, it. Because you travel, you travel a lot. I travel a lot. So the podcast I get to listen to. What are you, what are you um, listening to? Well, The Pasture of Pain. Besides... The uh, greatest podcast <laughs> in the history of yeah of Eastern. I'm so I'm priests. so groomed in my po- pastures of pain. <laughs> I have my f- finger on the volume button that I hire it when you talk and I lower it when Father Kerry talks. Oh, hopefully our new <laughs> equipment kind of levels that out a little bit. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but um, Pastor Pain, um, Bishop Barron. When I want to get deep into something, yeah. Um, Jeff Cavins. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really, really like Jeff Cavins a lot. Um, I listen, I have the Hallow app, so I listen to, um, I listen to Jeff Cavins' daily reflections every day. I'll read the reflection of um, Bishop Barron. Um, and obviously, you that's know, a daily thing for you. It's a daily thing yeah. for me. And, then and that's a morning, night? Morning. Morning. Always okay. in the morning. I'm always in the morning because uh, you know, nighttime, I'm pretty good. Nighttime is a reflection of the day. Um, but the morning is like the motivation. Well, you also, yeah, and you got three kids who, yeah. and uh, at night, I mean, I've been to your house for yeah. dinner, and um, it's, yeah, it's a, there's a, a hectic, the yeah. hecticness to it. You know, just kids yeah. going in lots of different directions. And, and then Father Mike Schmitz, I mean, he's, he's Yeah, you love Bible too. in a he's year. Bible in a year. Yeah. I listened to Bible in a year. I probably would never read the Bible fully in a year, you know, um, and I'm trying to, trying to now a little bit more, but, um. You know, you got to commute to work. You got 15, 20 minutes in the car. I mean, you listen to music or you listen to Joe Rogan or you <laughs> listen to yeah. um, something that can actually help you a little bit more. So, um, Joe Rogan's a big listener here, so he might, he <laughs> he may might, co- he might may reach come out after to you. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then to see people like Bishop Barron go on um, Lex Freeman co- podcast, you know, a podcast that's really popular amongst younger kids and kind of a person that's Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson, things like that, that are are really, really interesting to listen to. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's right now I'm listening on the Hallow app. It's, it's the seven saints in seven days. Um, So like I'm on my third saint, but they went through um, 
um, which is actually really cool. Shia LaBeouf's played him in a movie, but now the um, oh Padre Pio, Padre Pio yeah. was the first on it, and then Mother Teresa, and um, you know it's really cool that that you get to see that. And I've had those conversations with you about you know the Saints as as that's our Hall of Famers, you know. In the I love that analogy. I mean, I think in a town yeah. like ours, kind of a sports town like like this, it is that analogy rings with people. You know, we have yeah, here we have the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah. Here in Stillwater, so we yeah we get that, and yes. yeah, who are the Saints? They're the ones that we yeah. You think you have it bad, and you see kind of what they've went through and what they prospered through, and and just how how and that's what I that's what I kind of mean maybe earlier is that you do you find your faith through your suffering. I mean, if it was easy, then then every you know if if um, if faith was so easy, then your life would just be easy. I think that in your suffering is where you discover your faith. And discover a lot of different things. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, and so these days, I mean, obviously, you're so you're 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 a husband, you're a father, mm-hmm. you're a coach. What's the hard? What's what's like the hard hardest of those three? Does it depend on the, the day. The hardest of those three. It depends on the day, but I got a great wife, so being a father is not that <laughs> not as not as bad. And my kids are young enough now that. The only mis- you know the mistakes they make is like cleaning their room or something. Yeah. You know, not e- yeah. you know I haven't hit the the hard teenage years yet of of being a parent of of what it, what's really challenging. Um, I think dealing with as a coach um, is the tough thing sometimes of just dealing with a different personality and what motivates one person and you know and and and, and those type of things. Um, but I mean I think I think it all kind of just depends on the day. Of, of what it is, but um, I'm pretty grateful for for where I'm at. Nice. In my career. I love it. And where I'm going through. So OSU wrestling this year is, uh, it starts soon, November? Yeah, so um, yesterday was our official day. October 10th was our official day of practice. Um, our first competition is November 12th. Um, we I put a, a couple of them on my calendar. Yeah. I'm excited. We have uh, seven home matches, so that's kind of nice. Very nice. Um, you know, we have a young team, and pretty optimistic about them um and just kind of like you said is like um how we're gonna our our type of year is gonna be just how we respond to challenges and um I, I'm, I'm excited about it i love it so. i love it it's uh wrestling when i moved here i uh well when i was i was at bishop kelly high school before here and we had a wrestling team and mm-hmm. i'd go to the wrestling masters and i, I would always sit by of knowledgeable parent, <laughs> and yeah. just get because like my high school didn't have it. I didn't mm-hmm. grow up, you know, watching uh, wrestling, and so I just I'm just like okay now we'll, you know. So then when I go to when I go to OSU matches, I usually mm. I try to sit with uh, I'll sit with your so, I'll sit yeah. with Brandy. Mm, yeah. I'll sit with Tony Smith. Yeah. I'll sit with you know Leroy Smith, yeah. who's a parishioner yeah. who runs the the wrestling yeah. hall of fame. And I just, I've, I've got, I think I got like 80%, you know, mm-hmm. but I just, I just always have a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you get the basics down, it's good. I just, I like just the struggle, you know, you, you get to see the struggle. It I really mean, is. I mean, one-on-one, on one, you got, struggle. there is nowhere to hide. What a lot of people don't see is the preparation that goes into it. You know, those guys that are going out there to wrestle, they just made weight about an hour before. Wow. Um, so, so they're constantly kind of those challenges. So as a coach, you're always gearing, gearing towards them to be mentally kind of prepared um, to go through, you know, the battles or the challenges that they're going to face, and and a lot of it is fatigue, you know, a lot of it's fatigue um, that they're that they're battling or um, 
you know, trying to find ways to win. Um, but I think the coolest thing about being a coach in, in a sport like wrestling is that you get to kind of – you can see in their faces of where momentum changes, like where they start to feel confident or where they could start to feel struggle. Um, and you kind of just get to see the kind of student-athlete you have of which which direction they pick. You know, it's almost like we say like breaking or something. It's like you could start to see when that person's starting to kind of fade and start to break a little bit. Yeah. And then you could also see when they're starting to fade or break and then all of a sudden rise to the occasion. That's so, what wrestling is exciting yeah. to watch because it can – Yeah. The momentum, it's a one-on-one battle. The it's, momentum can switch so quickly. Yeah. You know, it's crazy is that when a, when a team loses, they say, like, we lost – you know, and it, but when you go out there and individually, it's like I lost or I won. You yeah. know, so yeah, it's a very very individualized sport and very cool. And just a lot of a lot of crossover be to to one spiritual life. Mm-hmm. If you if you make that connection, yeah, the the struggle and and fighting through you know mm-hmm. difficult times and uh, you know with the help of your coach. And yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's just you know, cool. oh, it's so cool. It's, it's so cool. cool. All right. So Zach Esposito in the house, parishioner. Husband, father, um, check out OSU Wrestling. They're all they're all over uh, on the Twitters and the uh, Instagram and all that stuff. But anyway, if you if anyone if you want to go to a wrestling match, you let me know. I'll go yeah. with you. Yeah, I'm always looking for and fun see for fun church. people. And we will see you at church. Zach is uh, <laughs> you're kind of a you're like an eleven fifteen guy. No, I'm eight thirty. Oh, you're an eight thirty guy. You used to be Sunday. an eleven fifteen. Sometimes guy. a Saturday nighter. Sometimes Saturday night if you're hitting the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, you make it make it a priority. That's great. That's great. All right. So join us uh, in the future. We'll have Father Kerry back next week. Uh, we'll fire it up again. Hope everybody has a great week. Go, Pokes.